Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Uh, She is the author of a book called The $1,000 Project, and you can find out more at her website, which is sugarmama.tv. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Kenna. Hello, thank you for having me. So just give us a, we're going to get into the $1,000 project in great detail, but just give us a little bit of your life history leading into creating the $1,000 project. Well, I'm a financial planner. I've been in the industry since I was about 21 years old, and I'm really passionate about financial well-being. And then about four and a half years ago, after you know running my business, um, which is a boutique financial planning practice, I realized there were so many people who just didn't understand the basics of financial literacy. and it, it, How could they possibly understand investing if they didn't understand how to save money or how to get out of debt or why they should never get into debt in the first place? So I launched my YouTube channel, Sugar Mama TV, about four and a half years ago to help bridge that gap and how to make financial information fun and interesting and engaging so that people could make great decisions about the way they use money and, and get a lot of benefit and, and really sort of set themselves up financially for life. So let's describe what is the $1,000 project, and then we're going to get into detail about what's in it, but what was the idea behind the $1,000 project? Well, I was born out of an idea of trying to show people how to be more mindful with money. To, there are so many opportunities around us to save money, but we save it but then spend it elsewhere. So I wanted people to proactively save money and do something with that money that helps improve their financial health and fitness. So say, for example, you know, you, you and I go to coffee and I pay for coffee and you budgeted $10 for that coffee. You could put that $10 towards, for example, you know, your investment account or your IRA account or maybe your credit card debt. So what I thought was, okay, we'll take one big goal and we'll break it down into bite-sized mini goals of $1,000 at a time because... For me, $1,000 is a lot of money, but it's not unfathomable. I can actually, you know, come up with that money myself um, over a period of time. So if I just repeat that process over and over again, let's see where this will lead me to. And, you said and so I yeah, did $1,000. I did it 32 times in the space of 12 months. Every time I invest, I, every time I had $1,000, I put it towards one of my financial goals, which was building up a diversified share portfolio. Okay, so the first uh, step in all this is to create a series of goals. So you write them down. How do you make these goals specific so they're actually actionable? Well, I just focus on the the, the principle of $1,000. So for me, the only rules that I wanted was the money couldn't come out of my savings and the money couldn't come out of my salary. I had to hustle and make money myself. So what we did was we just... You know, I did lots of extra jobs over the weekend. I decluttered my home. I sold things. I did all sorts of different things to help come up with the money. And I didn't really focus on, like, other than having the goal, I just got on with it and did it. And it built momentum because every time I had another $1,000, it was addictive. It was this huge rush and incredibly motivating to move on to the next $1,000. So you say this is not about your salary. This is not about your regular job and getting a salary increase. It's about additional uh, ways of kind of side hustles. Is that what you're saying? 
Absolutely. It's all about hustling. So, you know, and, and for me at the time when I started the $1,000 project, I was seen a single mom. I'd just gotten divorced. I was had my legal fees and I was on a very tight budget for myself and my son. So I didn't have the, the cash flow to, to be investing like I would previously. I had, so this was a great way of, you know, me leading by example, showing people how to do it, but also making sure I was putting the money towards something that would also educate people. And that was obviously investing. So how do you set yourself up for success? What is the kind of mechanism that you do to make sure this is going to work? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm huge on having a good, healthy money mindset. So understanding, like, what is your reason behind investing? For me, building passive income streams is, is really important because, to me, that's the true definition of financial freedom. Um, so, like, really spending time understanding the blocks, understanding distractions and triggers, things that would potentially stop me from achieving success so that I could mentally and physically prepare for when those challenges came my way. Um, next thing was obviously to write short-term goals, in the, you know, the $1,000 at a time and, and back that up with brainstorming ideas. So things that I could do that I, I knew I could do that would help come up with the money. So, for example, I knew that if I um, took my lunch to work, that would help save money. I knew that if I... Um, you know, sold some things in my home, like decluttered the home, that would also come up with some money, uh, selling some clothes, buying secondhand clothes, brand new clothes, um, taking extra jobs over the weekend was a good one as well. So I really just wrote down as many ideas. Nothing was, nothing was off limits. Like anything could be, I was happy to do anything to earn some extra money and because I knew that it was all going to a really good cause um, and it would grow my financial wealth and independence. And then you say you have to dive right in. Some people probably would be reluctant to actually do it. They might think about it but not actually do it. How do you kind of go from thinking to action? Well, that's coming back to that money mindset, going through what the benefits that was going to give me in my life. So when I went through, you know, writing all those blocks, writing all those triggers and potential distractions, I I spent a lot of time working on the value system that I was creating for myself by doing this properly. So I knew that it would... I knew that it would give me a sense of being in control. It would give me a sense of satisfaction. It would give me a sense of self-worth and pride. As I watched my, you know, the, as I watched my savings account grow and I watched my investments grow and it would feel really good. And that's where that momentum and that motivation just to keep going every time I hit $1,000 just continued to skyrocket. And then you say you have to track your progress. So do you carry around a book all day or how do you actually track the progress towards these $1,000 goals? Well, through my YouTube channel and through my blog, um, every time I came up with $1,000, I'd always share it with my audience, let them know what I had done, how I'd come up with the money, um, and I would, you know, track the income. So, for example, in Australia, the average share yields around 5%. So, for me, every $1,000 I made represented $50 a year for the rest of my life in growing passive income streams. So, I would... Obviously, share it when you share it out there, and you know the in the big wide world, it really does make you accountable because everyone's watching and looking. Um, and um, I'd watch it grow. So the portfolio, uh, since starting it, I've invested ninety four thousand dollars, and it has a passive income of just under five thousand dollars a year. Tell us about the community a, a bit and how people can join that community and how they support each other. And tell me, you know, how you interact with that community. Well, I'm, I'm really interactive on YouTube. Whenever people, you know, comment, it's me that comments 
back to them. Um, I also have, you know, a private membership group through Facebook called the Sugar Tribe. And whenever someone tags, if you're following me and you tag me in your post around the $1,000 project, I'll follow you back and I'll also comment. So I have seen people do the $1,000 project to pay for IVF, to pay off their home, to pay off their student debt, pay off car loans, to help pay for their first home. Um, every time they do something and they take a picture and put it on Instagram, I'm watching. I can see what they're doing and I'm, you know, I'm following along with them, like cheering along the way because, you know, you need to, sometimes people can be quite judgmental when it comes to money, but if you've got someone saying, yep, doing a great job, keep going, you're going to keep going and you, you're going to feel inspired to keep, you know, making that person proud and, and also you inspire other people, which is really important. So it's good to have accountability partners as well to, to make sure that you do what you say you're going to do and be encouraged, absolutely. not just do this on your own. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so just tell us exactly how, if people want to join that group, uh, they go to sugarmama.tv. Exactly how would they do that? Well, first of all, I recommend grabbing a, book, a copy of the book. It's, um, you can get it. I think it's actually on sale at the moment through the book depository because my next book's just about to come out. And um, grab a copy of the book so I explain how to do it and I give you heaps of ideas. And also, there are lots of tricks to make sure you do it really efficiently, like you have a separate savings account, you nickname it, the $1,000 project. Like it's, there's lots of different things going on that I recommend you do um, for this. So I explain everything in my book. Then, obviously, make sure you subscribe to my channel and the website and um, you can contact me directly. And there's not, It's not like there's a, a membership program that you have to join or anything like that. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just a, you know, you can pick up the $1,000 project for short-term financial goals as well as long-term long -term financial goals. It's completely up to you. You say that anybody can do this, but who, who, what kind of mental attitude do you have to have and discipline to actually put this into effect and make it work? Well, you have to be motivated. You have to see this is all worth it. So it's got to be a powerful goal. It can't be just a, you know, a goal that you don't really feel that passionate about. It has to be something meaningful. Um, and that's really important uh, and that, you know, so that you connect to that goal. Because if, you, if it's a goal that really excites you, like it's a holiday that's coming up, you're saving for, you're more inclined to make it actually happen because it feels realistic and doable. So, so your main goal was to build an investment portfolio. What are some other goals that people have had that have been successful in motivating them to do this project? Well, as I said, people have done it to pay for have done it to pay for um, their first home. People have done it to get out of student debt, credit card debt. Um, you know, help pay for their children's education. Um, the the list is, is endless. I mean, I've had letters from people around the world. Um, you know, from Ireland to Iceland, they've used it also to help, to, you know, in, find some money to invest in their business um, where they didn't have the cash flow in the business to help pay for the um, for marketing or for new equipment. And they've done the $1,000 project to help pay for that. And new businesses have evolved from doing that. It's really quite incredible what, what people have achieved. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Uh, she is uh, the founder of what's called the $1,000 Project, based in Australia, but it's a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, you can find out more at her website, which is sugarmama.tv. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
Has your small business been turned down for a loan by the bank? Is lack of capital hindering your business growth? Small businesses unable to obtain bank financing or tired of merchant cash advances can now get the financing they need. Corporate Lending Solutions provides short and long-term capital, revolving lines of credit, and unsecured business loans. Does your business need help with payables, supplies, or payroll? Corporate Lending Solutions has powerful programs to help. While getting a small business loan can be a long, daunting process, with Corporate Lending Solutions, it's simple and takes only one to three days. Call 800-261-6478 or visit CorporateLendingSolutions.com to learn more. 800-261-6478. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth in Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth in Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthinequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Uh, She is known as the Sugar Mama at SugarMama.tv. Her book is called The $1,000 Project. She's based in Australia. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Kenna. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So you say there are various guidelines to make this $1,000 project work. The first one is to be mindful with your money. What do you mean by that? 
Yes, so being proactive, like when you have an opportunity to, say, earn some extra money by selling something or doing some weekend work, instead of just putting that into your wallet or you'll spend it, um, you know, or, you know, go buy something online, put that into a separate savings account so it really counts. So that extra $100 you earned over the weekend gets put into your $1,000 project account and it stays there until you hit your $1,000 limit. And then you do something with that money. Now, also on that note, I did $1,000 as my limit. To me, that was a good goal. It's enough to stretch myself, but not overwhelm me. But I have plenty of people that follow me that have the 100-pound project or the $500 project. Work with a number that's right for you and make sure that your savings account is nicknamed either something around the name of the goal, such as my, you know, holiday savings goal or my student debt savings goal or my $1,000 project goal so that every time you log into your internet banking and you see your accounts, you're reminded as to what they're for. The next guideline is to work within your real life. What do you mean by that? Yes. So, um, you know, look look at where you stand financially and and I'm not recommending people go and save a million dollars or anything excessive like that. Work with what you think is achievable and doable so that you don't, you know, procrastinate, you don't get put off, you don't get disheartened, you want to keep going. And then you say the next thing is consistency is queen. What, what do you mean by consistency? Well, continuously keep going. Like, once you've hit $1,000, don't go, oh, wow, that was great, I'm going to stop now. Keep going. This is the whole thing is it builds momentum. Um, it's like a habit. Like, we don't think about brushing our teeth in the morning, we just do it. So if you're constantly, you know, looking for ideas to help earn some extra money, save some extra money, hustle some extra money, get into that regular habit of the moment you do that, you consistently trans and proactively transfer that money into that separate savings account so that you don't get tempted to spend it. And then you say to make your own rules. What are some of the rules you made up on your own? Well, for me, I really wanted to prove to people that you can, you can hustle extra money outside of your normal, you know, nine-to-five job. So for me, I didn't want to touch any money out of my savings, and that was fine because I didn't really have any savings at the time because I'd just gone through my divorce. Um, and I didn't want things to come out of my salary because I wanted to prove to people. I didn't want people to say, oh, well, you must earn a good salary if you afforded to do that. I wanted to say, no, no, I did this outside of my salary. So um, uh, the other, obviously, things, as I mentioned, having that separate savings account proactively, the moment, like, say, for example, I sold something on, we had Gumtree here in Australia, which is like your Craigslist. That money, you know, the next day I would deposit that money into the bank account. Um, so really making sure I never spent that money. It was completely dedicated to a $1,000 project and always keeping an open mindset as to what I could do. And I also always told people what I was doing. And the amount of people that gave me ideas to help come up with extra money was amazing. Um, and, you know, it's it just spread. For example, I didn't realize I could rent my house out on Airbnb um, over the Christmas period, and I was able to get quite a bit of money from doing that. And it's only because I had the conversation with someone telling them what my financial goal was and what I was trying to achieve, they started giving me other ideas, and then, you know, word spread, and other people would give me ideas, and I'd give ideas back. It became this, like, incredible movement. So, again, it's that community that really supported you. You support them, and then they give you ideas as well, so it works both ways. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's been incredible to be, you know, being a part of this and, and watching it grow and watching it, watching it really help people as well. 
How big is the community now? How many people are in it, roughly? Well, I have 117,000 people following me on YouTube. Um, in Australia, I think I've sold 12,000 copies of the $1,000 Project book um, within the first 12 months of it being published, and this is my first book. Um, and um, I have about, oh, 35,000, I think, people following me on Instagram, um, of which people, you know, obviously tag me, and uh, I think I've about 5,000 people I'm following doing the $1,000 Project. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, let's get right into it. You have a, a chapter called Earn It. Uh, to be creative. Let's get into some of the ideas you have for, I guess you'd call them side hustles. The first one is to sell unwanted items. So how how do you do that? You just can't sell them off your front lawn. How do you sell them <laughs> in a broader way? The easiest way to sell things, and I think also the safest way to sell things, is actually online. Because then you can post those items out to people rather than having to necessarily meet them face-to-face. So, uh, you know... Th- there are a lot of the Facebook buy-sell swap groups, um, eBay, um, as I said, we've got Gumtree here, which is your equivalent of Craigslist. Um, uh, there are so, there are, I mean, there are new platforms to sell secondhand goods all the time. And this was really great for me because I'm very much a minimalist. I, you know, decluttering my house was cathartic. Um, you know, it, it made it so much tidier, so much cleaner, um, so much more organized. So this was a great way of you know, really streamlining my life, making it more efficient and organized, but also making some really good cash on the side. And the next thing is to do dog walk. I guess pet sitting is a, a general category. Uh, are there yes. websites or how do you find uh, people who want their pets to be sit or, or walked? Well, I personally don't do the, the dog walking, but I have a lot of people who follow me who do do this. They're, they're animal lovers themselves and, you know, either... Um, have a pet and they love having the pet there as, um, for comfort and, you know, to keep their, their animal, you know, sort of in good company. Or, you know, they, as I said, they love animals themselves, but they, for whatever reason they can't have one of their own where they live. So they'll walk dogs or house sit. A um, couple of ways of best doing this is obviously advertising online in your local community, um, on community notice boards. But another great way is doing a letterbox drop. Um, where you people around your area, you know, they might have a dog, or you see, um, and you can just drop a little note that, into their letterbox saying, "Hi, I'm available for you know, dog walking. This is how much I charge per hour. Um, you know, let, here's my number. Um, you know, you can contact me this way." That's a really, really great way. It's funny. I actually just recently hired a dog walker myself um, to uh, who did a letterbox drop. And that's, that was a fantastic, been a fantastic investment for me. And then you say babysitting is also a way to. I mean, you have to have some training or some knowledge on how to handle kids, yes? Well, yeah, yes, you, you do, but it, it really depends. I mean, I have a six-year-old, and I have um, someone who occasionally helps me out. And, uh, you know, it, she's from my community. I know exactly where she lives. I've met her parents. Um, I'm, always, I'm often around, so I know what's going on. And, you know, you, you sort of slowly build up trust. But, of course, you do all the, the responsible things, like a police check, um, and uh, so that you can tell people, you know, that you're you're qualified. And obviously, looking after a newborn baby is a bit different to like looking after a six and seven year old child. But the great thing about babysitting work is it's a double savings because you've got, uh, you know, you're not going out spending money in restaurants and bars, but and you're earning money at the same time. Um, so you know, instead of going out and spending, say, fifty dollars on. You know, drinks and socialising, you're actually earning 
um, fifty dollars. So it's, it's a double benefit. And then tutoring. Uh, what kind of things are, are is there demand for in tutoring? Well, everything. Anything. Um, there, are, there are actually teenagers in my local area that teach children, um, like you know, six year olds, like how to do math and how to um, you know speak other languages and you know just even help with like homework and reading and writing skills. Um, so many different things you can do for tutoring, and then obviously all the way up to university, helping you know people get through college and, and get good grades. Um, it, it really is the sky's the limit. And then you said to take on weekend work. What are some things you can do on a part-time basis on weekends? Um, you know, anything from like waiting on tables uh, to uh, you know working behind bars to doing you know helping out at events. Uh, all sorts of different things you can do. I know for myself, when I was at university, I worked behind a bar and I earned great tips. You know, that, that was really good money for me at the time and it didn't interfere because on a weekend, it didn't interfere with my studies. How about photography? What kind of demand is there for photography? Photography is a really interesting one because, uh, you know, so many brands are happy to buy, um, you know, through websites such as Shutterstock, um, you know, where you've got a fantastic pattern to manage captured a really beautiful moment or something really quite incredible, even with your iPhone. And um, they'll still buy that that from you and they'll give you a certain fee or a percentage of the of the um, image you sell like per download. So there are so many different things you can you can do. And also another great one which we have here is market research. Brands and companies will pay to get your opinion on certain products and services and advertising material before they go to market and um, or when they're in the you know development stage. Very good. How about renting out your room on uh, Airbnb or something like that? Is that successful for you? Oh, that has been very successful um, in doing that to the point where, you know, I've even tag-teamed with friends. So my friend would rent his place out um, and he'd stay with us. And then we would swap and do it vice versa so that we were able to, we weren't having to pay for accommodation in renting our place out. It was, it was, it worked really well. And also timing that with like going on holidays. I have friends who do the thousand dollar project and they say they've got a holiday, a family holiday. They'll make sure that they rent their house out on Airbnb whilst they're away because it helps them earn some money whilst they're, you know, on holiday relaxing, spending money. Very good. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Her book is called The $1,000 Project, and you can find out more at sugarmama.tv. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Has your small business been turned down for a loan by the bank? Is lack of capital hindering your business growth? Small businesses unable to obtain bank financing or tired of merchant cash advances can now get the financing they need. Corporate Lending Solutions provides short and long-term capital, revolving lines of credit, and unsecured business loans. Does your business need help with payables, supplies, or payroll? Corporate Lending Solutions has powerful programs to help. 
While getting a small business loan can be a long, daunting process, with corporate lending solutions, it's simple and takes only one to three days. Call 800-261-6478 or visit CorporateLendingSolutions.com to learn more. 800-261-6478. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Uh, She is the author of a book called The $1,000 Project. You can find out more about it in her community at sugarmama.tv. Welcome back to the show, Kenna. Thank you for having me. So we were talking about different ways of kind of side hustles that you can uh, earn some decent money. Uh, You said offer experiences to tourists. What do you mean by that? Yes, you could become a host in your own city where you show people around, you explain to them the history of your area, you know, the, the what makes your town really unique, take them to the, the well-known, um, you, know, you know, secret tre- hidden treasures where the locals like to go. You get to really give them a much more in-depth experience than you would of a, you know, typical tourist in a town. 
and you can charge by the hour or have a flat fee. Um, I actually have a friend who does this for um, on the, every single weekend where he looks after P- VIPs that fly into town and it yeah, takes them to all the very special spots around Sydney. It's a fantastic side hustle he's picked up. Great. Uh, you say you can rent your car out. Uh, is that a safe thing? So somebody's not going to crash your car? You, you do have to make sure that everyone's insured. Which is, there's a lot of platforms that actually facilitate that. So you don't need to worry about that. But absolutely, you can rent your car out per day and get money. And they have to obviously keep it in good condition, return it clean. Um, re- return it with petrol, um, but it's a great it's great for particularly tourists who want who are in town for the day off the week and want to rent a special car or don't want to necessarily pay the market rate of through, through like a traditional rental company. And then you can say uh, you can start a rental business. What are things have that people have that uh, people are willing to to pay rent for? Oh, this has been an amazing thing. So. You can rent out anything from your kids' toys and baby equipment, like so prams and cots and car capsules, to even girls I've met who rent out their clothes and their um, accessories. So if you've got a beautiful designer handbag, um, you can actually rent that out as well. It's amazing. It, it's it's a whole other market. And I have girlfriends who actually will go and happily rent clothes, and I've even rented clothes as well for special occasions where I didn't really want to go and buy a whole brand new dress for one party. That was a waste of money. I was able just to rent something for the evening and send it back, and I saved hundreds of dollars. It was really great. And then you say you can provide a selling website service. What do you mean by that? Well, you can sell things online. So there's heaps of buy, sell, swap, face groups um, online. So you can actually – there's one great one in Australia called High End, which actually international people have been joining as well. And you just upload, just like you would on eBay, upload your items that you want to sell. And you say and you can great deliver. Thing about it, there's no selling fees. You say you can deliver food. What's involved with that? Oh, I met this amazing woman, and um, she uh, was for her side hustle for the thousand dollar project. She was cleaning homes, and she discovered that some of the people she was cleaning homes for were really time poor and were struggling to sort of eat a healthy, nutritious meal. So she approached them and said, look, well, why don't one day a week I make, I make your dinner for you? So the day she would clean the house for them, she'd also cook their, their dinner for them so that not only would they come home to a clean, tidy house, but it would also be a healthy, nutritious meal in the oven ready to go for them. And from there, that sort of has grown, and she's cooking more than one meal a night. I think she's cooking multiple meals, and you know, she's a really great cook, so, um, and there is it working out really well for her. You said people can do proofreading work. Is that something you can do anywhere in the world of, online? Yes. Yeah, this is a great one. This is this and dictation is a really interesting one. So you can do this from home online and you can do it anywhere in the world. Uh, and, you know, to me, no one can pick up their own grammatical and spelling mistakes, well, not all of them. So if you've got a great eye for detail and you have a really good grasp of, of the correct um, grammar, uh, you can actually do proofreading work and I also met someone who did dictation for the police force because the reports were quite gruesome of what she had to sort of report. Uh, she was paid really well to, to do that dictation work. So you get paid extra when it's particularly gruesome, I suppose, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
quite heavy <laughs> stuff, but she said it's great, and she was able to do it whilst her kids slept at night time. It didn't interfere with her life. It was, it was good money. I see. Okay. You say you can also get paid to test apps. How is that working? Yes, I've done this as well. This was really fun and really interesting. Um, they would. I went into an office, and they gave me a, a, a prototype, and I had to play around with it, and they, they just watched me to see how I intuitively used it and then I gave them my feedback and I gave them a few ideas I thought would be good to help make it better. Um, it took about, I think, 40 to 50 minutes and I was paid, I think, $150 or something close to it. It was great. So you could have gone, with those types of jobs, you have to look for them online. So, uh, it, you know, look, look up market research jobs in my local area um, and make sure that obviously they're all registered properly and that the payment is worth your time. You don't want to be doing, you know, an hour's job for like a $2 coupon or something ridiculous like that. Make sure it's worthwhile. But um, there are lots and lots of new market research companies that are really good that are popping up all the time. And that also includes taste testing of foods and also medical research. Mm, great. You say you can also start blogs or write for other people's blogs and websites. How do you find people yeah. who want that kind of writing? So this one is a great one, but it does take a bit of time and and. Um, you've got to be a bit patient, but you can, if you can build up a good following and you're a good writer um, and you utilize social media in, a, in the correct way, you can build a, a strong following where, you know, brands will eventually over time look at sponsoring your content, getting you to write for them, go and maybe, you know, I have friends who have been paid to go and visit restaurants and, and write up about the restaurant or go to visit hotels and give feedback and write a blog post about a particular hotel. You know, there's so many different things, and including things like reviewing um, products and services, reviewing certain beauty products, reviewing certain um, electronic equipment. Um, you know, again, the sky is the limit. Uh, you know, the world has really changed from when our parents and grandparents, where, you know, you became an accountant and worked nine to five. The world is so much more dynamic with so many more opportunities now. It's a great time. And you say you can cook. So that must be a local thing if you're going to be cooking for somebody. But how do you find those kind of jobs? Well, a lot of these people who have done the cooking things have just done it out on their own merit. So they've, they've started up their own business where, um, you know, they make nutritious meals for families. Like they'll make a big batch of like lasagna or, um, you know, like really healthy sort of nutritious meals that can go straight into an oven. And they've just done advertising, you know, online or through letterbox drops or through, you know, community notice boards to say, you know, this is how much we charge for these meals. Um, you know, we can drop them off to your house every Monday or every Sunday. They freeze for this much period of time. And um, it's really, I mean, some really incredible businesses have grown out of, uh, out of that. Terrific. So that so there's so many different ways to do this. How do you pick which one is most worth your time that you're going to focus on? Well, you really need to sit down and look at, you know, what's your lifestyle like? I mean, for me, I, I would love to do them all, but that I knew that wasn't realistic and that would also um, impact my, you know, my life with my son. So I, for example, when my son was with his father, that's when I would work on the weekends, Um if he was with me, I wouldn't do those things. So you need to look at, like, what's your time? What's, what's worth in your investment of time as well? You know, obviously doing a, a, a five-hour job to be paid a small amount of money may not be worth it. You might be better off saying, no, I won't do that. I'll try and find something better. So look with what your responsibilities are, your commitments are. Because um, the whole point about a $1,000 project is it's fun. You don't punish yourself. You don't 
you know, deprive yourself. You go out and do things that you actually enjoy. And, you know, people, um, you know, you want to be passionate about doing this so that it doesn't feel like a job and you're really excited about being paid because, you know, it's going towards something that's really meaningful for you. So part of it is, is earning more money in the ways we just talked about. And the other part is cutting your expenses. You talk about uh, looking after pennies and the pounds will look after themselves. So what do you mean yes. by that? Well, looking at like the, the little bits of cutbacks you can make here and there. I mean, when I first, you know, when I went through my divorce, I had to go through my budget and little cutbacks um, here and there really added up. As I said, I you know things like taking my lunch to work, um, saved me a lot of money, um, trying to get the most out of my food plan so that, you know, I wasn't wasting money on food that was uneaten. Um, I was buying healthy, nutritious food that was cost-effective. Um, I was, um, you know, if there was food left over, instead of it going in the bin or feeding it to my, you know, feeding it to my dogs, you know, that could sometimes be the contents for a chicken sandwich the next day for for lunch, you know, really looking at mindfully at the way that I used money, I used money and save money. Um, even I had people, I tried to do this myself, but it didn't quite work out, but make my own cleaning products. Um, a lot of people have been talking about that and sharing that, how they've been doing that with me. So, you know, cutting off, a, you know, $10 a week over the course of a year is, you know, $520. That's a lot of money. Um, and if you're if you're always open, and this is why I talk about this importance of this money mindset, you'll find as you go through the process, you'll find more ways of saving money each time you do this. Yeah. So let's go into some of the ways. Another one uh, is to research before you head to the store or shop online. So it's like comparing prices. Is that what you mean by researching that way? Well, it's about for the shopping online. It's it's more about. Uh, seeing your basket add up. When we go to a supermarket, you, we, unless you have a walking around with a calculator, you don't really know what your total bill is going to be until you go to the checkout. And sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit embarrassing saying, oh, gosh, I've gone over my budget. I'll have to send, send things back. Most people sort of grin and bear it and just you know, swipe their credit card. And, you know, this is how people get into credit card debt. When you shop online, obviously you can, you know, you can see where it's cheaper, but you can also... Just, you know, discard a few things when you go to checkout at the end without any embarrassment. Indeed. Okay. We're going to take another break. Uh, we're getting a lot of great ideas here. Uh, my guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. Her book is called The $1,000 Project, and you can find out more at her website, which is sugarmama.tv. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Has your small business been turned down for a loan by the bank? Is lack of capital hindering your business growth? Small businesses unable to obtain bank financing or tired of merchant cash advances can now get the financing they need. Corporate Lending Solutions provides short and long-term capital, revolving lines of credit, and unsecured business loans. Does your business need help with payables, supplies, or payroll? Corporate Lending Solutions has powerful programs to help. While getting a small business loan can be a long, daunting process, with Corporate Lending Solutions, it's simple and takes only one to three days. 
call 800-261-6478 or visit CorporateLendingSolutions.com to learn more. 800-261-6478. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth in Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth in Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthinequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Kenna Campbell. She's an Australian-based sugar mama. Her website is sugarmama.tv, and her book is called The $1,000 Project. Welcome back to the show, Kenna. Great to be speaking with you guys. So we're going through various ways to cut your expenses. You talk about using loyalty programs. How can you cut your expenses doing those? This is a great one, and I'm amazed at the amount of people that don't bother with this. But, for example, I always fly with our domestic uh, uh, carrier, Qantas Airlines, and I have saved so a thousand, like probably probably on average $10,000 a year on flying with a loyalty program because every time I fly with them, I earn points. And I can, those points really quickly add up, especially when you use all the other partner programs that they're associated with. And I've used it to pay for like our trips overseas or our trips like for weekends away where we've had to catch a plane or even upgrades on flights because each upgrade is worth a couple of thousand dollars at least. 
So this is a really great way of like cutting, like for when I do need to spend money on those personal expenses, um, you know, helping cut down the cost of, of the actual flights is a big money-saving ticket for me. You say to look for quality over quantity. How do you save money buying quality? This is a really important one. It's probably the heart of what I, I talk about, and that is, and it particularly encompasses, you know, zero waste and being kind to the environment. But, you know, if you go and buy like a great coat, a really well-made coat, um, yes, it might cost you a little bit more, but over the long run, when it's when you're still wearing it, five, ten, fifteen years further down the track, and especially like a really great piece that you absolutely love and looks fantastic on you, that's you're going to save so much money in your in your cost per wear than buying a new jacket or coat every year or every other year. And also, you're, you know, as we all now know, the amount of resources that is used to, to make just one item of uh, clothing with water and energy and, uh, and pollution, you know, it's so much more responsible to, to buy things that are sort of ethically made but really high quality so that they last a really long time and you don't have to replace them all the time because that's expensive. In the food area, you talk about food co-ops and growing your own herbs. Is that something a lot of people could do? Yes, that's so easy to do. You, and a lot of the herbs, you don't necessarily need to buy them as a seedling. You can buy them already partly grown from your local hardware store or garden shop. But it's also a really nice thing to do together as a family. And like in Australia, food is really expensive. Um, but it's a way of actually, you know, so many times, you know, you'll be making like a sauce and you only need a couple of sprigs of rosemary or oregano or, you know, certain herb. You have to go to the shops and buy, you know, a $3 bunch where you only really needed a few little, you know, small amount. It's such a waste of money. But if you can grow your own, not only are you growing it organically, so it's going to be, have more nutritional value, but you're also saving a lot of money and you can continuously use that for many other dishes. So we've talked about the ways to increase your income and the ways to cut your expenses. A big part of your whole plan is giving back as well. So what is the value of giving back once you've achieved this project where you've got these $1,000 goals you're hitting all the time? Well, every time I, I really want to just, sort of, as I said, lead by example, march the beat of my own drum. And, you know, I was around one of the $1,000 projects. I saved and invested $32,000. By the end of the project, that portfolio was making a passive income of around $1,500 a year. Now, I, I wanted to make people aware that this isn't just about, you know, being frugal and, um, you know, being tight with money, but also, like, honouring and respecting your community and the people around you and people who, who are struggling and they're in a certain situation that can't do something for themselves to, to help them. So for the first year, I donated that money of $1,500 to um, a charity which is called the Gidget Foundation. It's a charity that supports women with postnatal depression and post-traumatic stress syndrome. So I and I, every single year I've given them money to a, to a different charity. So next year I gave it to um, a cha- I gave it to an orphanage in Indonesia. Um, so round three I gave the money to um, a charity called Rise Up, which helps support families of domestic violence and rehoming families and getting them back on their feet again. Um, so it's, you know, and you don't have to necessarily do that. But, for example, if you're going really well with a $1,000 project and you've saved up a lot of money and, and it's achieving your goals, every now and again you might decide, okay, well, you know what, this $1,000 I'm going to donate to charity or I'm going to do something that's going to be 
help my, my community in some way. And it doesn't necessarily, like, I gave money, but you don't have to, you don't have to give money, but you could do things like give your time, go and help out, um, help raise awareness of a, of a certain charity. There's lots of things you can do. Doing charity work, no one ever regrets doing charity work. It's so good for the soul and it's so good for your own personal growth and development. Great. And then on the investment side, so how do you uh, invest the money? Do you do it in index funds or individual shares? How do you uh, allocate the money that you're investing? Such a great question. Um, I do a little bit of everything. Um, I'm really passionate about index ETFs and listed investment companies. I don't really recommend people trying to overwhelm themselves by sitting in front of you know statements and research reports as to wh- what company to invest in. I I really you know I, um, I it's too it's a, it's a very complicated job to be picking which stocks of what hedge fund traders do and fund managers do, and I'd rather leave that to the experts. So. I really rely on using uh, yeah, index index ETFs because they're so cost-effective. So I love all the Vanguard ones. They're fantastic. And listed investment companies, uh, which are more in Australia, but you but very, very similar to the index ETF, where they buy and hold you know, industrial companies. So we have about two minutes left. Just to kind of sum the whole thing up, what kind of a difference will it make in people's lives if they do this $1,000 project and kind of follow your example? It, it is really huge, the impact it can do, because the $1,000 project evolves with you. You can use it initially to get out of your credit card debt. Then once you've achieved that, it can then evolve with you and get out of, help you get out of your student debt. It can then evolve with you and help you save up some emergency money. It can then evolve with you to help save up your deposit for your first home. It can evolve with you to help pay off your, your mortgage. It can evolve with you to help pay for your retirement and to building passive income. Um, so it continuously evolves with you, and you can stop and start at any time. You know, I always take a little bit of a break between each of my rounds. I'm up to round four at the moment, and I take a, a month or two break to just enjoy life. You know, if I happen to hustle up some money in when I'm on a break, I'll spend that money on myself or my family and, and enjoy it guilt-free. Um, and it's fantastic what, mentally what it does for you because you actually feel like you're on top of your finances. You're actually being responsible. It's just like when we, you know, when you go to the gym, even though you don't want to go to the gym, um, you, after you leave the gym, you're like, you know what? I didn't want to come here, but I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I, you know, moved those weights, got on that treadmill, did that spin class. You feel really good about yourself. You never regret it. And it's exactly the same with money. Or, you know, when we go to a restaurant or we make ourselves a healthy meal, even though we're craving, you know, a burger and hot chips. So it's about, you know, being responsible, raising our bar, stepping up and taking accountability. But the it actually feels really good. And we feel it contributes towards our sense of self-worth and growth. So it's not $1,000 projects, not just about financial growth. It's about your personal and spiritual growth as well. Fantastic. You've been very inspiring to our audience. Um, my guest this hour has been Kana Campbell. Uh, her website that you can find out more about the $1,000 project is sugarmama.tv. Thanks so much for being on the Money Answer Show, Kana. I think you've inspired a lot of people. Thank you for having me. It's been a, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. 
Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.